Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of SGC Speaks, a sports and entertainment podcast. I'm your host, Simon Cotton, and yeah, let's get to this wrestling stuff. Now, we are in part three of The Road to Lesnar Reigns 2, talking about the buildup to the WrestleMania 34 match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship, and comparing this to the buildup to their previous encounter at WrestleMania 31 for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And this week, there can't be a lot of comparisons to be made from the actual segment that we were given. The only thing that it really compares to 2015 is the lack of confrontation between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. You would think they wouldn't make the same mistakes from last time where they completely held off on any type of physical activity, no real promo segments, nothing. It's one thing if you're going to hold off on physical activity to build up the prospect of them seeing each other clash at the pay-per-view, but there still has to be some level of confrontation that needs to be talking back and forth, work on both sides of this for it to work. But in 2015, it was mostly just Paul Heyman talking, Roman Reigns offering a rebuttal to people who weren't Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. And then on the Raw before WrestleMania, they tugged on the belt. Well, we're in week three of the build-up to Lesnar Reigns 2. And this week, we got a confrontation with Vince McMahon in addition to the line of the ages from Roman Reigns. So Kurt Angle comes out and talks about his match teaming with Ronda Rousey against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon which is ironic because Rousey's absence on this week's show completely undercuts this entire storyline with Brock Lesnar, but I'll get to that in a second. Kurt Angle reveals that Brock Lesnar will not be at Raw this week and that the whole advertised appearance was apparently debunked or thrown done away with because Brock Lesnar chose not to show up or some unknown reason that Kurt couldn't identify, which led to Roman Reigns walking past Vince McMahon and Gorilla and coming out to confront Kurt Angle about the repercussions for Brock Lesnar, where he said the following. Brock Lesnar didn't show up for work today. What are the repercussions, Kurt? What kind of trouble is he in? What kind of penalty is there going to be for him, huh? Don't answer. I will, because there's not going to be, because he's Vince's boy. Don't touch my microphone. What I'm saying is the truth. Yes, you heard that right. The man who was a part of one of the biggest and best factions in WWE history, as touted by both wrestling fans and the WWE themselves, a man who was in world championship matches the moment he broke away from the shield, a man who won the 2015 War Rumble from the number 18 spot, the same spot John Cena won his second Royal Rumble two years prior, the man who survived three F5s at WrestleMania 31, for those who don't remember, three F5s is what it took for Brock Lesnar to end the Undertaker streak at WrestleMania 30 the year prior, the man who won the WWE Championship on three different occasions, the man who defeated Triple H, John Cena, the, and The Undertaker. The man who became a Grand Slam champion just last year 
as in like November or December, whenever he won the Intercontinental Championship. The man who has robbed Braun Strowman of momentum on two separate occasions. And the man who is currently poised to headline his fourth WrestleMania and to win the Universal Championship. That's right. This guy is the man who called Brock Lesnar Vince's boy. Whatever that, I, I, I'd like to know what that makes Roman Reigns in that case. And this is what they decided to give us for week three. More talking about stuff that we don't really care about at this point. We want to see the fight. We want to see a a direct confrontation, something we were robbed of in their previous encounters. We want to see Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns face-to-face and see them face off. And we should be getting glimpses of this prior to WrestleMania 34 because it's not like Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar have not been in the same ring before. Hence the whole reason I'm doing this analysis. WrestleMania 31, they had a match. WrestleMania, not WrestleMania, a fast lane in 2016. He had a triple threat match with himself, with Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Dean Ambrose. 2017, the the SummerSlam Fatal Four Way, where Brock Lesnar pinned Roman Reigns. This isn't this isn't a fresh feud where the two have rarely had any interactions. They've had three separate matches at this point. One of which was the main event of an entire WrestleMania three years ago. So at what point do you think they would just go ahead and let these two get in the ring with each other, have them fight, have have them do a little brawl, some pull-aparts, show that this is going to be a big fight? Because the goal of this should be getting fans invested. Because when I look at people on social media, and the overall fan opinion of this, people are expecting a good match, but there's no excitement for this build-up. And granted, there's not a lot of excitement for any WrestleMania matches because the build-up to WrestleMania matches has been poor in the last few years. But with that being said, that doesn't mean that you still shouldn't be trying. That, that's not an excuse for what is presumed to be the main event. You have a weak build. If anything should not have the uh, have a weak build, it should be the it should be a main event match. And it's to the point where John Cena in one, or maybe I guess you could say two promos, builds more anticipation for his match with The Undertaker, a man who some people don't even want to see wrestle, where John Cena can do that for his match, but we can't get an interesting build-up to Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Because let me tell you something, this whole part-timer narrative is not interesting. It, 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 It just isn't. We understand, a lot of people understand and sympathize with the fact that Brock Lesnar is a lazy part-timer. They want to see Roman Reigns beat him so that we can have a, a champion who shows up every week. But first, of, but there's also people who don't really agree with this because they have no idea when Roman Reigns is going to win that title, how long he's going to hold that title when he wins it. You saw it when you looked at the championship reign he had in 2016. If it weren't for that, I didn't, I would I honestly never saw a scenario in which he would lose that title, even when Seth Rollins came back. And when you later find out that he was suspended for violating the WWE's wellness policy, that's basically, you can attribute that to the reason that he lost the title.
So when he wins the title back now, a lot of people are wondering, geez, how long is he going to hold it this time? Because because he was he looked like he was on the he was gonna he was gonna hold that title for at least a year or so, and I wouldn't be surprised if Roman Reigns does that in two thousand uh, in two thousand nineteen. We see this man as WWE Universal Champion. But I'm digressing from my main points. I mentioned earlier that Ronda Rousey not showing up for Monday Night Raw completely undercut this entire storyline of Lesnar not showing up when he's contractually obligated or when he's advertised. Well, WWE advertised that Ronda Rousey would be appearing on every episode of Monday Night Raw heading into WrestleMania. Amazing that you have to do that for a person who's claimed to be a full-time performer. You have to specify that they're going to show up every week. And this week they didn't. And this week she didn't, rather. And I don't think that's that big of a deal. Because nothing's really going on right now. Or, or rather, I should say, it's not that big of a deal to miss one episode. But the fact that WWE advertised her to appear every single week heading into WrestleMania and, that she, and then she didn't. That's crap. That's bogus. But it goes to show that WWE has errors on their advertising if they can make a blunder like that. Now, tying this back to the Lesnar Reign scenario, Lesnar has been advertised to appear on two separate occasions on Monday Night Raw, soon to be a third by Vince McMahon this week. But if he hasn't shown up, how do we know this isn't just a blunder from the company as opposed to what the the storyline they're presenting right now, with Lesnar just not showing up because he doesn't feel like it? Trying to blur that line, it, it, it won't work. Because, one, you've already undercut it, and two, even with Lesnar being lazy, there's still more enjoyment in seeing Brock Lesnar show up than there was with Roman Reigns. And that's just a com- that's just commonplace. Anybody who's been watching wrestling for the past few years knows that. Roman Reigns has nowhere near Brock Lesnar's level of fandom. Even in the midst of people calling him lazy and not wanting to see him as Universal Champion, there is still more ex- excitement around Brock Lesnar than there is around Roman Reigns as a prof- as a competitor and as a performer. But the main issue I have with this is, once again, for the third week in a row, we have been denied a confrontation between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, and this is becoming dangerously close to their build-up from WrestleMania 31, three years ago. We have three weeks left before WrestleMania 34. We've known this has been a match coming for years at this point. Specifically, if you couldn't see it coming for years, you should have caught wind of it the night after WrestleMania because at that point, Brock Lesnar was Universal Champion and Roman Reigns was the second man to have defeated The Undertaker at WrestleMania, a feat originally accomplished by Brock Lesnar. Hence, a clash between the two would have been common sense. So with three weeks left, the WWE really has to put some effort into making this interesting. Otherwise, people are going to come into this with even more negativity than they should, should be coming into it with. Because nobody told WWE to book Brock Lesnar to be beating everybody with one F5. Like all of a sudden we care about finishers and nobody else's finisher matters like that. Playing off of the Paul Heyman scenario he pitched to Stone Cold Steve Austin on the podcast talking about if you build up a headlock for long enough and then when somebody finally kicks out of that headlock or breaks out of it it's like oh my god it's a huge moment like 
It's like it's, it's it's really bad right now with this this week's segment was corny. Last week's segment with Paul Heyman calling the title Brock Lesnar's bitch was corny. The lazy part timer narrative from Brock Les- from Roman Reigns was kind of interesting, but then the last two weeks, as I as I just said, boring and corny. So next week, Brock Lesnar's promised to show up. And Roman Reigns is currently suspended via Vince McMahon. I'm not sure if that's going to actually play into the scenario with the whole John Bravo documentary that's set to drop today on Friday. So I'm not sure if that was done for that specific reason or not. But if it does come out that Roman Reigns is somehow majorly involved in some steroid scandal past the 2016 wellness policies violation, he might very well be moved out of this match or whatever. I doubt it's going to happen, but you never know. So hopefully next week provides us finally with some entertainment, an interesting segment that we can enjoy. Because right now, I really have no interest in this match on this level, except to the fact where I want to just see it done and get it over with. Not to say that I expect it to be bad, but this build-up has been crap. The year that they've been building up to it has been predictable and see-through. So I just want it to be over. It should be a good match, but you 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 have a hard time convincing me. I, I I'd hate to be coming into this feud cold and not seeing WrestleMania 31 because I'd really hate this. But that's all I gotta say about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I really gotta say. Hopefully next week it's good. Follow me on Twitter at SGC Speaks. Thank you all for listening, and uh, I'm gonna catch you later. Peace.